You are now entering Underland, where the underground meets Wonderland, with your host, DJ Mad Hatter. Five, four, three, two, one. You are tuned in to Underland Radio. I am your host, DJ Mad Hatter. This is our last show for the year. Tonight we got a sick one with returning guests closing out the year for the third year in a row. DJ Taboo on deck versus his alter ego, Mr. Wendell. So this is going to be a dope show. We got two dope ass sets from Taboo and Mr. Wendell. But before all that, make sure you're checking out the website, underlandradio.com. You can listen to all the past episodes as well as see who's coming up on future episodes. Also, our store tab is on the website. Just click on the store tab. We got a bunch of merch up there for you to check out. Some t-shirts, some hats, some hoodies, some bags. Check them all out, underlandradio.com. Also, make sure you're following us on social media. Underland Radio, all one word on Instagram. Underland Radio on Facebook. Underland Radio 1 on Twitter. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com backslash Underland Radio. We have a bunch of new stuff that's going to be coming up in January. So, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Now, we're going to have a little chat with DJ Taboo slash... Mr. Wendell, then we're going to have both of his sets. So it's going to be a drum and bass set and a house set. So uh, stay tuned, tune in, enjoy. You are tuned in to Underland Radio. I am your host, DJ Mad Hatter, and we have on the line with us our closer for the year. Third year in a row, DJ Taboo versus Mr. Wendell. What's going on, brother? What's up, brother? You know, here, holding it down, giving it all I got, one moment at a time. Yes, that's all we can do, right? Especially, it seems like these yep. days. <laughs> yep, yep, indeed, indeed. So these, are, these can be trying times, for sure. But we, we, have, we have our love and our vision and all these things to push us forward, right? Yep. Yep, that's what pushes. That's our passion that makes us pretty much get up in the morning nowadays. (laughs) So let's get into it, man. Let's uh, let's talk about taboo versus Mr. Window. This was actually your thought, and I backed it to do it for this show because it's the end of the show, so it's something different. And this is the first time the same DJ is going to be playing two different genres and two different mixes on one show. So. You had the idea, and to tell you the truth, I kind of had the idea in the back of my mind, but I think you just came to me with it before I had a chance to even go over it with you, so it worked out perfectly. So why don't you give us a little explanation of what Taboo is versus Mr. Window? Well, essentially, like I mentioned, I believe on one of our previous interviews, house music was really my first love. Uh-huh. You know, hearing Power Tools in LA. Yes. And just like, you know, DJ Henry, DJ E-Man, yes. DJ Humpty Vision, hearing Bad Boy Bill mixes back then. So yeah. like, House was really my first love. And I started, like my first, first underground was, it was House. And okay. it was like, it was like, 
the basement in the back alley somewhere in Huntington Park, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, super old school, like yeah. underground, right? And it was like, it was, it was small. <laughs> and like, you're just down there, everybody sweating. <laughs> you know, we went down there, we danced around like for a while. And also for, for it being your first yeah. event, you kind of want it to be small too. <laughs> you know, yeah, totally. And it was just like, it was like that breaking of the ice, right? And yeah. Like, you know, we're like, oh my gosh, we did it, we did it, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, so, like, you know, from there, I was in a party crew. They did a lot of house and stuff, but I also yeah. went to like hardcore techno. Okay. So I went to like house and it, like, which is seemingly opposite, opposite worlds. But back then, you know, rave culture, like, you go to a party, you didn't know, a lot of times, you know what you're going to hear. Yeah. If it's just like one big room, like you'll hear everything. Everything will yeah. almost get played together. Like, you know, even Cubert would come and play like a mix mash set of all sorts of like, you know, electronic and across the board, you know? So like yeah. it almost felt more all glued together sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. For like the underground side compared to like the club side, right? Yeah. So, you know, house being my first love. And then like when I first heard drum and bass, like like just something like woke up inside of me right and, mm. I, and i think this i think the song was it was either alex reese candles or it was uh jamiroquai do you know where you're coming from mm, yes okay it was like one of those deep jazzy like yeah yeah drum and bass tracks and it was one of those two for the longest time i thought it was alex reese candles but one way or another the song played i was i was sleeping listening to group radio <laughs> you know, had it playing in the background when I while I slapped and then like dude that bass line just like just woke me up and from that moment I was like what is this like what is this like I had to figure out what that was and I yeah. found drum and bass and jungle and you know that really like took over like my my, my passion yeah. for DJing in a lot of ways so I was actually originally like spinning both house and trance and uh all sorts and drum and bass and jungle okay right like i was collecting buying yeah. vinyl from all all the styles some hardcore just everything i loved but at a certain point i have to decide it's like vinyl's not cheap and it was getting more yeah. and more expensive and that, year by year and that's what i was going to ask too because like nowadays like if, you know for example if this, that would have happened today you could have went on your computer, searched drum and bass, and you know learned a lot more about it. Back then, how would you? How did you do it? How did you find out more about drum and bass? Like, how did I do what? Like, how did you find? Like, search out drum and bass from that point. Once you, once you, you know, you heard that. How did you start looking into it and, and trying to, you know, find what works for you or what style you liked? At that time. Well, Groove Radio was great, mm -hmm. right? Yes. I mean, they, they, they played all the styles. They even had, like, reggae on Sundays, Yes. Right? Yeah, man. Like, Groove Radio was... It was really pivotal for me because they really weren't playing drum and bass on, like, power tools and stuff like that. Once in a while, yeah. they were sneaking it set. But Groove Radio was it, man. They did speaker rise. They did drum and bass. They did house. They did trance. They yes. did progressive. They did everything, man. So, like, I was... I was collecting, honestly, a lot of the stuff I was hearing on group radio. Nice, and, okay. You know, the place I would go, though, to dig is, of course, the record store. Like, yeah. It, that's where it was at. You know, you go to the crates and 
you finger through and you grab the stack at a time and you know your needle drop in and you know trying to trying to find those sounds that yeah. really really connect with you right yes and of course talking to you know the guy the guy behind the you know at the register behind the counter <laughs> yeah. whoever that was you know sometimes you know ron ron decor yeah you know big and helen big shout out to dr free clouds yes um there was record reaction over here in long beach higher source on the beach mm. groove writers dmc you know all the all the, of course uh what was it beat non-stop like over the years right so like yeah. all these places when not only you dig, but you know you're talking to the person on the counter who's usually a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> right. And and you and know, Doctor Free Clouds is the producers too, and record label. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. And they're like, "Oh, yo, have you heard this? Oh, do you know about that? Like, oh, really? Boom! Like, of course, you know. Yeah. They they slinging the goods. You know, they they know how to get the beat to you. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. <laughs> you know. But hey, it's kind of like on uh, for the human traffic, right? <laughs> it's like, you know, they know how to get you the goods. And sure enough, you know, we, we love it. We're, we're hooked on that that vinyl. Yeah. So if they, if they hand it something that's proper, man, you're adding that to the stack, right? Yeah. So you go in thinking like, all right, I'm going to spend 50 bucks today. <laughs> come exactly. out like 75 or 100 bucks later, right? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, that was the way, you know, like, for all the styles and I was actually talking about this you know with, with DMI okay. at the yeah at, at the selecting little forum that we did and it's like oh that's right you yeah. have to be yeah you have to be like a master at like vocalizing music it's like mm-hmm. you go in and you're like that one song that goes tick yeah like oh you know if they don't know you just gotta keep digging until you find it yeah that's hilarious so yeah you have to do that a lot right yeah better off alone whatever track (laughs) (laughs) you have to vocalize it because you hear it at the you hear it at the the events and you're like whoa what was that song and now you're going you know you're 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 asking out the stories right yeah what that song was right or you're digging you're hoping you find it yeah so that's that's how it was yeah man that at that time it's um i can't say it seemed more fun it was completely different than what it is now but at that time that digging was it was motivating you know because you want you were also trying to find new stuff that you didn't hear on the radio that you wanted to you know drop first exactly especially if you if you like you know for me i was a big uh you know hard house head so uh, underground construction was like the label that you know as soon as they have something new oh man i gotta get the record because i want to drop it before other people start dropping it and, yeah, that's right and playing that's right. b-sides for some reason i kind of remember back in the day a lot of people were just playing like the hits which is usually on the a-sides but not playing mm-hmm. the b-sides and the b-sides have some dope shit which, yeah they do and i know that this generation has no clue what we're talking about <laughs> but yeah, you know it's a digital release yeah right? Yeah, but honestly, it, there was something fun. There was a collaborative effort. Like, even sometimes, like, me and, like, you know, a bunch of friends, we'd all roll out together. We'd, like, yeah. convoy it, right? Yeah, yeah, Either for in sure. The same car or, or, like, you know, two or three cars all rolling, like, you know, down the freeway together. Yeah. And we just, like, all mob up together. Just, like, be digging together. And, like, it, it, it was, like, 
It was a group community, collaborative, like physical, tangible experience, you know, that, yeah. that, that is fun. It is fun. At the end of the day, yeah, you have to drive all over from LA to OC <laughs> to hit all the record stores. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it, it was different. Also, there weren't as many releases as today. Yeah. That's a big difference. So, no, because no, yeah, 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 that's like my son. He's always like, "Oh, you played this track by this person," and I'm like, oh, "Okay." It was like I, I go, "It's too hard for me to remember everybody's name, especially when, especially doing the show, because I go through tracks so much because I don't want to play the same songs that I played this week on next week's right. show. So I go through the tracks yeah. so much, and the turnaround is it's it, you know it's almost it, it's it gets very difficult at times, you know. So when he brings up a name, I'm like, oh, cool, I'll peep it out. And then I'm like, oh, I already have that track. You know, like, I, you know, so it's hard to do that nowadays. You know what I mean? Because there's so much out there. Like, I could literally go on a website and it'll be a page, a whole page of all new tracks that came out that day. Yeah. You know? Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I mean, there's at least 100 drum and bass releases a day on Beatport, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. On a, let's say on average, right? And yeah. And then you go into like styles, other styles, and yeah, it's in it's in the thousands, dude. Yeah. It's, it's out of control. So it gets hard. <laughs> I know it's you know for you, but me too. Like you know, I play different genres on the show, so it gets hard. Yeah. You know, go back from you know drum and bass to uh, house to some funky remixes, and you know what I mean. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it gets very tiring. <laughs> yeah, and at the end of the day, to me, it's like that's still the primary work the yeah. primary work is to search and select yes like if you're not searching and selecting you know like that's the primary work that's the essence to me in a lot of ways of the dj mm-hmm. is selecting and digging in whatever way that digging is done right yeah mm-hmm. yeah man and it's it's truly the fun part it really is the fun part to try to find something that nobody else is playing or a, a different remix of something that's very popular you know it that's oh, that's yeah. you know that's the fun part but also yeah. i mean everything's so accessible today yes it's like yeah it's nice to find stuff but it's like I, i'm more just like on the digital side like just find good stuff you know just yeah. find stuff that fits my vibes and you know my sounds my yeah. collective sounds and to tell you the truth, sometimes I'll find a track that I feel is so dope that I try to build my set off of that track. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Totally. So let me let me ask too. Now, uh, I've all, I've only known you as Taboo since I've met you many 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 years ago. So when did Mr. Wendell come into your brain to like, hey, let me do this other side thing as Mr. Wendell? Well, like I said, since I always loved house and I was collecting both, uh-huh. it's like sometimes, you know, we'd be at a house party or whatever, right? Or like a smaller event and it's like, it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm not playing drum and bass, just put Mr. Wendell. You uh, know, my friends okay. would call me Mr. Wendell, you know, the old jam. Yeah. Like development, right? Yeah, like yeah. People call me Mr. Wendell. I was like, I oh, just put Mr. Wendell, right? Yeah. So just kind of like this like little thing I do whenever I wasn't playing drum and bass. Sometimes I would do like uh, okay. hip hop, like I was like 97. Usually it was house. Yeah. But sometimes it would even be like a 90s hip hop thing, right? Uh-huh. And it's like old school hip hop. And I would like drop the set. It's like almost anything that 
truly drum and bass would be like a Mr. Windows yeah. set. So, but over time, <clears throat> you know, as I started to get re-inspired again uh-huh. by you know some of the 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 progressive or let's just call it four on the floor house whatever mm-hmm. melodic house all the stuff right yeah and I started getting more and more inspired again by that those styles over like you know the last five plus years mm-hmm. like it just felt right to 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 give a new birth to mr wendell nice okay. and that kind of started with with a little a little night that dance music initiative was doing in santa ana mm-hmm. and like i basically went through like all the bpm from like 118 or something all the way up to like 138 and one set and that was like kind of the rebirth of, of mr wendell in nice. a lot of ways okay and from there i just continued to, to, to further develop and find my sound as, as a DJ within those styles mm-hmm. and it's been a really really cool journey so to speak in doing so and you know, it kind of surprised even me to like what really really resonated with me little by little through those years yeah that's dope man well why don't we get your, your social media handles on because I want to say you have to follow Mr. Window and taboo because he's working on, on a bunch of production that i've had the privilege to listen to some of it which i am floored on on the production and the concept of these tracks so i'm looking forward to these actually being released hopefully this next year so why don't you shout out your social media so people can follow you and see what's going on with taboo and mr window the taboo is T-A-B-U, the letter D, the letter N, as in Nancy, the letter B. So that's Taboo D&B. That's pretty much all the outlets, uh, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, should be Taboo D&B. And for Mr. Wendell, it's Mr. Wendell's House, M-R-W-E-N-D-E-L-L-S-H-O-U-S-E, Mr. Wendell's House. So that'll be Instagram as well, Facebook. You know, you can find me on Mixcloud um, under Taboo for sure, and that's pretty much where you find all of that. Okay, just dope. Google it. You, you, you Googleize it. <laughs> <laughs> Googleize it. <laughs> okay, so first we're gonna get into the Mr. Wendell set, which is gonna be the house set. What what uh what can you tell us about this set? Can you repeat that one? Uh, so the first set we're going to get into is the Mr. Window set, the house set. So uh, what can you tell us what you have in store for us on that set? Well, yes, on the house side, you know, I have some, you know, some progressive, some kind of deep progressive, some melodic okay. progressive, as, as I might call it. And, you know, I have a lot of my favorite artists, you know, over the years, some new artists from recent Okay. You know, people like you know, Yato, Casablanca, Avira, Diana Miro, who's like one of my favorite you know, singers within that space right now. Okay. Uh, Anima, Medusa, Jardin, Kiko Boulevard, and a lot more. Um, so that's kind of what you'll hear a blend of. Okay. You know, Dope. a little deep, you know, and then we'll see how hard we can get it, right? Nice. Okay. 
Now I gotta ask, is there any of your original tracks in this set? Not in this set. Okay. No. Okay. Not in this set. Yes. Okay. And then after that set, then we're gonna go straight into the taboo set. And what's what do you got going on there? I know it's gonna be some heat <clears throat> okay. on that one. You know that one, you know that that core taboo sound does have a lot of neuro influence. Okay. But I like to I like to run as much of the gamut as possible mm-hmm. as as flows. It's it's a journey and the music whether it's you know, house or drum bass, the music kind of speaks to it. It helps create that journey, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you'll, you'll get some neuro, you know, a little bit of bouncier stuff. Of course, I got to I gotta bring in some jungle sounds. Okay. And, you know, like some steppy stuff. Nice, you know, okay. Like, yeah, people like 1991, Pythias, Asana, Siren, Calculon and Stunna doing it big this year. Ed Rush, Composure, Lodestar, uh, Dramad, I think is how you pronounce it. Good old Chase and Status, uh, Diagnostics and J-Diz, nice. you know, plus a lot more. And to answer your question in advance, we do have a taboo unreleased tune dropping for the first time nice. in a mix okay. for this set. Yes, indeed. Dope. Okay. Yes, yes. It's a collaboration with amazing singer uh, Layla Wright. Okay. From the East Coast. And very happy with it and honored to share it with everybody. Dope. In this way for the first time. Is that going to be released anytime soon or is that something that's still in post production? Something's still in the works. Yeah, still in the works. You know, I have have a a lead, so to speak, on that. Okay. You know, he's kind of looking at. You know what the what the best option is for it right now. You know, okay. especially considering that it's a collaboration, I want to give it the best just justice possible. Nice. Okay. Well, let's mm-hmm. get into it, man. Before we get into it, though, do you have any shout outs or anything you want to give? Any any uh, um, message for the new year that we're going to be heading into this week? Yes, definitely some shout outs. Okay. You know, you know, always got to give props to my Jungle Voodoo fam. Craftmasters, Future Step, Rock and Strong, Upgrade, Refuge, Dance Music Initiative, Sci Fighter, of course, You, Matt Hatter, Underland, and Underland Radio. Yeah. Uh, shouts to TMS TNA, my boy Gasly Plant, doing that in the UK. You know, special shout outs to Calculon and Shoot Recordings Camp. You know, he's always has my back, you know, he's always pushing me, and you know, solid dude. Plus all the hardworking artists, DJ promoters, and our community that make what make what we do possible. You know, yes. Along with my family, all my family and friends that truly support and encourage me. And as far as into the new year, you know, just just keep the eye on that vision. And you know, we are creators, so let's create. Yes, yes. That is the last word from our last. Guest mixer of the year, DJ Taboo, aka Mr. Window. Let's get into it. Uh, Mr. Window up first. House set. Let's go. Underland Radio's guest mix.
Yeah.
reality, it is a man's true destiny, which is always within himself.
Shout out to Mr. Wendell for that set, that house set. Now we have DJ Taboo closing out the year for three years in a row. DJ Taboo on deck. Let's go. Underland Radio's guest mix.
and send them into a frenzy. It also destabilized their genetic code, promoting rapid cell growth all throughout their bodies. How this device ever got approved by the FDA is still a mystery as this is a very dangerous combination.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Underland Radio. Stay tuned next year for a brand new episode with a brand new guest mixer. Today I want to end this show a little different since it is our last show of 2023. I want to give some shout outs to some notable people that have been working behind the scenes with us at Underland Radio. Starting with, of course, our resident DJs. DJ Timid, our graphic designer. Mix Fix, our head of promotion. And our sound guy, DJ Frequency. And of course, Chief Mapache. All you guys have been putting in a lot of hard work making this whole thing run and run smoothly, which it has been doing great this year. So a big shout out to the whole crew. You know, the, they are the really, truly the backbone of this, sh- not only this show, but also the events we have in Southern California. So big shout out for that. Also, I want to make sure to let you guys know we are headed for our three-year anniversary. Our anniversary is actually in January, but we felt we need a little more time to properly prepare for this event because we are doing a three-year anniversary event. So we're going to push it back out to around the beginning of March. So all the details will be coming out soon within the next week, week or two. So stay tuned for all that. Make sure you're following us on social media so you can get all the information about the events or just go to underlandradio.com and you should be able to find all the information there as well as a ticket link. So check that out. Also, once the event is announced, we are going to be giving away tickets for the first 20 people. So once it is announced, like I said, you want to jump on that website and get the ticket as soon as possible because they are, they will go quickly. And like I said, we wanted some time to make sure we do this properly. So we got some cool and awesome surprise guest DJs as well as our resident DJs will all be attending the event. So stay tuned for all that. So with that said, I want to wish everybody a happy new year. Let's make it a prosperous one and let's make 2024 our bitch. (laughs) Till next time, this is Matt Hatter saying love, respect, peace. See you in 2024. Lates. Underland Radio on Sabbath.